Good morning. It is the Plank Show. Josh Elmer alongside TJ Perry. Wow. Massive news that broke last night with Kale Gundy issuing his statement and resigning. And it didn't take long for Oklahoma football to have its statement out that they had accepted Kale Gundy's resignation. I don't want to spend three hours going back and forth about Kale Gundy's character this morning. I think that probably most, though not all, not all, there were some out there last night that were quick to call Kale Gundy a racist. Let me be clear off the top this morning. I do not believe Kale Gundy is a racist. I think Kale Gundy made a mistake, and unfortunately, mistakes have consequences. Actions have consequences. I'm not even completely ironclad convinced that Oklahoma absolutely had to make a change. And he resigns, but there's also the Football Brainiacs report out there. I saw that making the rounds as well, that essentially this made its way up the ladder and administration told Cale Gundy, hey, we got to let you go. Or they told Brent Venables, you have to tell Cale Gundy, we got to let you go. So however it played out, probably a resignation was more like a firing, right? And I'll be honest, my first reaction to it was if it went down the way that it went down, then did this have to be the path that OU took? The more I've sat on it and then slept on it and thought about it, I think Oklahoma got it right. And it just, it really does suck for Cale Gundy, someone who has been an Oklahoma lifer. I mean, synonymous with the university's last quarter century plus. And this is how it ends for Cale Gundy. In, let's call it what it is, TJ, ends in disgrace. I do appreciate and I think it matters that Joe Mixon, right, comes out to bat and puts out his statement for Cale Gundy. That Rodney Anderson comes out to the plate and goes to bat for Cale Gundy, puts out his statement. That matters that these former players feel the way that they do about Cale Gundy. But ultimately, in the meeting room with other players around. I mean, without knowing the full details of how this situation unfolded, there were a lot of people that were a part of this situation when it happened. And the reality of it is if Cale Gundy had say been suspended for a couple of games and then all of a sudden two months down the road, three months down the road, the report gets out on why Kale Gundy had been suspended. This would have been, TJ, this would have been a national fire storm. Oh, you couldn't have done that and kept it quiet. You would have had to have let it be known what he was suspended for. Immediately. There's, there's no doubt, yeah. Yeah, you kept that. If you would have kept that quiet, then it would have been, you know, a hundred times bigger a story than, than what we're going to see over the next few days. And if you had released what happened and only suspended him, in today's day and age, 
the outcry for Kale Gundy to be gone, probably there would have been pretty serious outcry for that. Not necessarily from Oklahoma fans, but just from the the world of college football, the world of probably people outside of sports. It it would have been there would have been a lot of people outside of sports that would have probably raised more, you know, over it than than people probably within college sports I just can't separate myself from and this is probably the wrong take as a younger white man grabbing the microphone this morning it probably to some corners probably to some corners sounds a little hollow for me to come on the airwaves and say that I think it stinks for Kale Gundy but I do think it stinks for Kale Gundy because I don't think this is who Kale Gundy is. I tend to believe, without knowing all the facts, going off of what we know right now, I think, number one, Oklahoma got it right. This would have been a total disaster if they kept Kale Gundy around or if, again, down the road, for some reason, you had taken the approach to where you weren't upfront and honest about what had happened and then it got out. It would have been a firestorm in Norman. But I do think there's something to be said for someone that has spent 32 years of their life committed to making the University of Oklahoma a diverse place, committed to making the University of Oklahoma great. And I don't think this morning that should all be forgotten based on what, again, according to the facts that we've gotten out of last night into this morning, to me – I don't know Kale Gundy personally, but I do feel I know Kale Gundy a little bit from our interactions and from over the years interviewing and talking with him. I don't think it's Kale Gundy's character. I think it's out of character, and I do believe it was a mistake by Kale Gundy. But again, like I said off the top, actions have consequences. And I think Oklahoma ultimately... Probably got it right. And I, I see the, the fan base respond. I mean, it, it's – it's has it been a wide majority this morning on the text line that, oh, you got it wrong getting rid of Kale Gundy? I think people are, are more upset. I don't know if they're saying they got it wrong. It is – it's Kale Gundy. So this isn't like a, a coach that hasn't been around that you don't know who he is and maybe it's like, oh, man, I'm glad this came out uh, sooner rather than later. This is a guy, like you said, that has 30 years of history around here that people know who he is and know this was probably just a simple mistake, and now that's what makes it so difficult. So saying, oh, you got it wrong, I, I guess they are because they're in support of Kale and saying they don't think he should have had to have resigned or if it was, you know, sent down that, hey, you got to step step down. That I, I guess they are saying they got it wrong. I think it's just out of shock of who it is. Yeah, because there's so much history there. They know this guy. He's an Oklahoma kid. It's just he's been here. We've been through a lot and seen a lot with him. So I think it's the shock of the individual. The next set of discussion becomes this, and I get it. The Racial portion of this is very important, and that deserves its its conversation this morning. If listeners, if uh, texters, if callers want to get into that, welcome it this morning. 
There is a football side to it, though, as well. And that's what we do here at The Ref is discuss, react, reflect. How does this impact Oklahoma football? And it's hard for me, TJ, this morning not to feel like this is going to have an impact on 2022 positively, negatively, whichever direction it may go. The idea that it has no impact on this season. Oh, that, that, yeah, that's not true. Yeah. It's going to have an impact. Absolutely, yeah. So what type of impact it has? Going to be interesting. LaDamian Washington, maybe he was going to always sort of be the wide receivers coach in waiting. Now it's time to step up to the plate. Now, now you got a big opportunity. There's no waiting now. It's yours. Yeah, there's there's no in in the house waiting. No waiting in the green room. It's go time. For a team that enters Brent Venables' first season, and I've said this remark a number of times, TJ. It's year number one, and this isn't the same Oklahoma team as 2021 that went into the year with all those national championship aspirations until you lose one football game. And then Oklahoma fans say, hey, what the heck's going on here? This is not Oklahoma football. So while expectations might not be what they were a year ago for Oklahoma, it's Oklahoma football. Well, and it's your first obstacle as a head coach. It's uh, yes. Everything has been roses and just uh, gone along beautifully. And and recruiting blew up in July for them and great early August so far. And you just kept waiting. Like, what's that first hurdle going to be for Brent Venables? What's the first thing as a head coach that he's got to address and, and handle? Well, here it is. You probably thought at this time of year it was going to be some, you know, player screwing up somewhere, getting in trouble on a Friday night. Maybe not to the degree we saw last year, but just something simple on campus corner, something like that, that he was going to have to address. But it's a little bigger than that. So this is it. This is your first uh, real obstacle as a head coach here since you since you've arrived. It's a big one too. It's yeah. a it's a whammy. Yeah. The the recruiting angle of this TJ probably the biggest piece. You know what? I don't know if I should say it's the biggest piece. One of the big pieces why. It makes sense that Kale offered up his resignation and why it was accepted. And Kale Gundy is someone that was one of Oklahoma's best recruiters for a long, 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 long time. I think understood that at the beginning of this new era for Brent Venables that he needed to step aside. He built deep, long-lasting relationships with these guys, and we're seeing that from the former players coming out and 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 talking about him over the last. 12 hours, whatever it's been, um, the type of man that he was and the type of relationships that he built, starting with those days in their living rooms with their parents. So, I mean, he was great at it. He was, he held it together. Like Toby mentioned this right at the end of the show. He held it together there as him and Bob kind of, you know, helped, uh, helped it until, uh, you know, Brent Venables was hired and was there. It was, it was Kel holding a lot of that together. It's a great point. Yeah. It's a great point. I'm glad Toby mentioned that before he got out the door this morning. Kale Gundy deserves a lion's share of that credit, along with Bob Stoops, of stabilizing this program and getting it to the point that, uh, obviously, it is, we think, headed down uh, the path that it is right now where the recruiting momentum appears strong. 
you're poised for what should be a very exciting 2022 season. Kale Gundy deserves a, a bunch of credit with that. So it's a, it's a fiery morning Turkey on the text bacon line. guys getting blamed for not reading text. Look, there were about 40, 50 texts I didn't get to today, so I wasn't ignoring you. We will hear from the people this morning. I know there's some there's some hot opinions out there, some hot takes, some strong opinions out there. I want to know your thoughts, too. What is your genuine read? Not your pie in the sky. And maybe you are still very optimistic on how Brent Venables and Oklahoma are going to come out of the other side of this thing. But what is your genuine reaction and thought this morning on just how all of this is going to shape the 2022 season? Does it make you a little more pessimistic going into this year? Does it matter at all? Is is this just myself, a media member, making too big of a deal out of something that isn't going to ultimately be that big of a deal? I'm curious what people think. I mean, Cale Gundy someone that's coached running backs, coached wide receivers, has been a valued, valued asset, was your offensive coordinator in the bowl game and did a fantastic job for Oklahoma versus Oregon. I mean, this is a valued member of your staff that – what, less than four weeks before you kick off the season now is gone and you got to reshuffle the deck here. To me, that's substantial for how this 2022 season is ultimately going to play out for OU. What do the people think, TJ? What do the people think? It's the Plank Show. We're not shying away from this thing. Obviously, it's the biggest news in Oklahoma football. So if you have thoughts on it, I know a lot of you do. Hit us up, Air Comfort Solutions, text line 405-651-3439. Riverwind Casino jackpot line, that's yours as well, 405-329-9000. Josh and TJ back with you on the Plank Show, the home of Sooner fans after this. On a lighter note, the new studio is sweet. Setup in here is amazing. Yeah, just sitting in there just for a few minutes earlier, it's a, it's a pretty good setup. Very nice. If Very professional in here. TVs directly in front, one to the left, one to the right. The computers no longer sitting on the tables. Wow, they have been mounted up. This is incredible. Next level studio work. Congratulations to you and Drake and everyone. I don't need much of the credit. That's a lot of And that's thank Drake you to and, the vineyards. Uh, yes, yes. They, the guys over at, uh, you know. Peyton, those guys over at the painting company that put up all the tiles. So I wish they could have used a smell-free uh, <laughs> adhesive. but <laughs> Some sort of applicant that was smell-free. But, no, it looks great. It ended up uh, – it looks wonderful. No such luck on the smell-free applicant. Did not happen that way. Right. Well, let's dive right in. What does everybody think on the Air Comfort Solutions text line 405-651-3439? So what's going on? You like turkey bacon and people are making fun of you for it? No, no, no. Like, I just mentioned that I used the griddle that I have for breakfast for the first time this weekend, and I mentioned that it was turkey bacon because my wife likes turkey bacon. She's, She's healthy. She watches what she eats, and then I've just... I've been hammered ever since then, so <laughs> Teddy Lamb is disgusted with me. He said this is more shocking news than Kill Gundy that DJ eats turkey bacon. So uh, this is uh, Air Comfort Solutions text line. Josh, I know you will read my text. I'm like the turkey bacon guy, but I wonder how much piling on the national media will do given this situation. Thanks, OU Architect. It's going to turn into, yes, a national talking point. Now, 
What do you think, TJ? It, it will come and go. It, it, it won't last too long, I don't think. Not in a situation, not, not unless there's more to this than we know. If there's more that continues to come out, then it will change and change my opinion of this. But if what is true and the statement he puts out and we don't hear any more of this and it was a simple mistake, I think people can understand that. And I think that's what some people are upset about of why, why resign then? Why not, you know, let him admit this was a mistake, a learning experience for him and diversity the guys and, training, and diversity whatever training, whatever it is. So, but, and again, this goes back to what I said earlier. I think it's because of the individual. There's going to be a lot of people that cover college football nationally that have worked closely with Kel Gundy a lot through the years and know the type of character he is and know the type of man that he is and, and probably will be on his side a little bit with this. So I don't know that there's going to be just a massive amount of piling on. Now, you will get the angle of, well, here we go at Oklahoma again. Because of the SAE it's situation. been an ongoing problem. We know what goes on at Oklahoma. There will be that side of it. I mean, it's just going to happen. So, And how pronounced that side is, I think, will be the interesting thing to watch from a agreed, national media agreed. perspective. Yeah. Let's see what else we have here. Man, they're coming in quick. Uh, this one? Stop. Gundy didn't resign. He was forced to. Facts. <laughs> I mean, I, I – yeah, I, I mean, I mostly agree. Uh, genuine reaction, I'm worried Kel is going to be a poke. That's been brought up several times this morning. Would Mike reach out and offer him a position on the, the OSU staff? Is anybody going to reach out and hire him this year? Not this year. I, I don't think, think so, right? I, I think there's a, a, a chance this does calm after just – relatively short period of time, week or two. And then by next year, yeah, I think you do probably see Kel Gundy accept a position on a staff somewhere. Where that is, I don't know. If, if, if it's with Mike, it's with Mike. But um, I do think this calms down and calms down relatively quickly, and he may just take a year to be with his family and kind of reflect on some things and decide what direction he wants to go. That's another thing with Kel, the dedication he's given to OU over the years, as you've mentioned, with how many positions he's, he's coached and the things that he's done that when that program's needed it, he's been willing to do it. And there's been no agenda there. There's a lot of coaches that I'm in this to get a head coaching job. I'm, I'm in this to move up and, and move away from Oklahoma. And Kel was like, you know, if that happens, that's great. I'll, I'll listen. But, man, I love it here. And whatever they need me to do, I'm willing to do it. And that's the guy that he's been for, for you know, two-plus decades. Sacrifice. Sacrifice, yeah. What you need from me, I'm I'm there. Yes. I'm willing to do it. And he's been loyal. The, the loyalty angle to it, I, I think, bodes well for Kale Gundy going forward, too. And he's been a really good coach, TJ. I mean, let's not forget that. I mean, he's coached some really good running backs and wide receivers and signed him and brought him to Oklahoma. Oh, this is a little bit of a yeah, – This is one I didn't have time to get to earlier, and they resent it in. And it, it, I get what they're saying. I was not only supportive, but also excited about Venables coming in as head coach. But if it becomes confirmed that all Gundy did was read some words from a player's iPad – an iPad used to play music that contains the same and other words that, when placed in a song, somehow are no longer offensive. If Venables comes in and, before he coaches his first game, forces out not only the most dedicated coach on the staff, but also one of our own, I will pull all of my support from the program as long as he is there. 
That's from the Air Comfort Solutions text line, 405-651-3439. Again, there's some strong opinions of that variety. It'll be interesting to see if there's anything else from Oklahoma on this. We saw the statement last night, and we saw before that the release from Kale Gundy, and it, it does Oklahoma think that this merits a press conference of sorts where we hear from a President Harris or Joe Castiglione? Would Oklahoma take that route? Would I mean, at some point, Venables will get asked about the decision here and his involvement in said decision and how much say he did or did not have or if it, again, genuinely was Kale Gundy's decision. So we'll see. I think probably going forward this is going to get painted or spun as though, again, it was Kale Gundy's decision to resign, though there's some pushback that that's in fact how this played out with Kale Gundy. And look, there's going to be some fans that feel that way, like that texter right there, that if it was a Venables decision, then they've lost faith in Venables or they're less apt to support Brent Venables. I don't I don't think it was a Venables decision alone. I would say that based on some of what is out there, Probably to some degree, administration was involved in this. And again, it makes sense the decision that they arrived to. It's just a different day and age. I got a a text from a friend, which I don't know if I don't know if it's worth reading their name on air, but was just this is the super secret text line, the super secret air comfort solutions text line. And it's it, it read this. I'm sure he's a great guy and it was a total accident. Unfortunately, there's no sympathy for that sort of thing anymore. And I think that's well said. I think that's well said. If this was 15 years ago, then I think Kale Gundy gets suspended. And I think Kale Gundy's still on the staff. Unless, again... It truly, TJ, was Kale Gundy walking in and saying, I've got to resign. If if that's right. If administration was not involved and it was a Kale Gundy led decision, which again, there's many of you out there that do not believe that that was how this transpired. But if it wasn't, okay, it plays out the same. But generally speaking, it's just a different world today than it was 10 years ago, than it was 15, 20 years ago. Any sort of anything that has this type of racial overcast to it, tones to it, it just is going to be treated and responded to differently today than it was 15, 20 years ago. It's more serious now than it ever was before. And I know that upsets a lot of people, but that's the reality of the world we live in. And I see your text messages get woke, go broke. Cancel culture. Maybe there's some truth to some of that. Maybe it is a little bit of woke, cancel culture, whatever, however you want to phrase it, but that's the way the world has gone. And it ain't going back, TJ. It is not going back. I know there's a lot of 
fans and folks that are upset about that this morning, but this is the future. This is the present. This is the future, and it ain't changing. No, I'm, I've got nothing else to add. You're 100% correct. So, I mean, yell, we, yell and ran against it all you want, but it's not changing. It's not changing. Now, should there have been, could there have been a different path with Kale Gundy? Maybe, but that's not the result we've landed on. So now I think the question becomes, how does this affect OU? David, I see you. We, we're due a break, so I'm going to stay on schedule. We're going to hop to a TO, and you're leading us up. We'll hit the phone lines right out of this break. It is the Plank Show, hour number one, brought to us by Van Hoos Fence. That's vhfence.com. And we'll hit up the phone lines, Riverwind Casino Jackpot Line. That's where David's hanging out. 405-329-9000. Josh and TJ taking a timeout. Back with you. Plank Show rolls on after this. Back with you. Good morning. Plank Show here on the Ref Sports Radio Network. It is the home of Sooner fans. Josh Elmer now joined by Connor Pasby. It is the Plank Show right here on the Ref Sports Radio Network. Hour number one always brought to us by Van Hoos Fence. VHFence.com. I guess it's worth mentioning. This is uh, just a little housekeeping for everybody out there. Chris Plank on vacation this week. And... First day of next week, I believe, he's off to West Point to see his son who has A-Day coming up, right? Is that what it's called? A-Day for Acceptance Day? Some of you military folks out there would It, it would sounds know. right. It sounds right. So, anyways, that's what's going on with Plank, and... He shall return. Nobody panic or freak out over this week into the beginning of next. Chris Plank has not made a decision to step away from the Plank Show. He's still very committed, baby, to what we're doing right here, right now. But he is taking a hard-earned vacation week. We've got so much that we can rifle through on the text line, and and I'd like to, I'd like to do that. I want to read one direct message that got sent in and i agree with this this is uh from kindle i think the oklahoma administration needs to be proactive and have a press conference now without having you know checked my emails within the last two seconds here i've not seen and by all means if somebody out there knows and there's about to be a university-wide press conference of some sort let me know on the text line keep us up to date as that happens but i agree i think that that would be wise for oklahoma to just get out in front of this thing have the power brokers that be meet with the public meet with the media whether that's joe castiglione president harris brent Venables, i would say probably all three and address this thing front and center do not let this fester. Do not let this linger. Treat it with the treat it with the severity that this moment what it encapsulates. Okay, is David still hanging on the phone line? Yep, we still got David. Okay, David, sorry for making you wait a second there. David on the Riverwind Casino jackpot line. David, good morning, man. Good morning. How you doing? Doing well. Doing well. Good to hear. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think it's pretty clear that Gundy had to go if. Uh, what he was rumored saying happened, and I mean, 
it, it, it's, it's very clear. I mean, it, it's not even up for debate these days. You say that in front of an entire team, um, you know, he can make all the excuses he wants. You know, and again, I think it's very telling on his resignation letter that he did make excuses instead of owning up to like a man. Uh, you know, he's got to go. What has he done for this program anyways? Uh, on that note, um, hopefully this is just the very beginning of the hopefully quick end for Venables. I, I still think that hiring Venables was the weakest uh, major program and safe and whatever you want to call it, uh, higher in, in any major college football program in the past 30 years. Um, hopefully Oklahoma completely falls on their face this year. Hopefully this is one of the reasons why he gets let go, because if they go in uh, to the SEC in a year or two or three, whenever it is, with Venables, who can't recruit, who loses every recruit, who no one wants to play for, who can't keep control of this team and his coaching staff, uh, OU is going to be cannon fodder for the SEC. So hopefully this is a one-and-done for Venables. Hopefully this is a sign of things to come. Um, and, yeah, I look for rooting for hopefully a better Oklahoma Sooners team in 2024 and, and more likely 2025. Woodley oh. out. All right, thanks. Later. Is he? Yeah, hang up on him. Oh, man. It, definitely a troll there with David. None of those thoughts are genuine. That's not an Oklahoma fan. That is a troll that was just uh, on the airlines right there. That was – Nothing thoughtful about this situation with uh, Oklahoma. Nothing thoughtful about Kale Gundy. Love interaction. Welcome interaction. But, uh, look, get out of here. Easy hire with, with Brent Venables. If it was such an easy hire, David, then how come nobody else in college football could hire Brent Venables? Look, I get that Brent Venables had the built-in track record with the University of Oklahoma, but there's a number of different programs, Auburn, on and on and on. We don't even know the full list that tried to lure Brent Venables away from Clemson, and guess what? They all failed. Oklahoma was the only one that was strong enough on the administration side, attractive enough as a program to convince Brent Venables, okay, this is the right opportunity for me as a head coach. And that nonsense about Kale Gundy stinks and he's accomplished nothing, get the hell out of here with that crap. Stop it. Ridiculous. Did you like to get Jim in Arlington in real quick? Yeah, let's, let's go to – let's keep the phone lines going. Jim, what's up, man? Help wash the palate, cleanse the palate here. I wasn't going to call in. I was just going to be a good listener and just take everything in because I'm as shocked as anyone else. That, that guy reminds me of a Twitter bot. Just come out of left field like that and just start blasting on Kale. I've been a lifelong Sooner fan. I grew up with OU football. I grew up in Oklahoma. I remember the Selman brothers. I remember Blue Sims. And I love all OU football players, no matter what their color is. And for people to come on here and online, and all social media is all a bunch of bull crap. This is Oklahoma football. And we as fans, we're a family, and we love each other. And the outside world, the outside world can go to hell. OU football fans love each other no matter what the color of their skin is, political affiliation, none of that. And for people to come on here to try to blast our family, that's not right. And it's not right to do this for Kel Gundy. He's a Midwest City bomber, grew up in Oklahoma. His brother has a proud tradition at the other school in the state. And for people to come on here and try to defame him and run him under the rug, this, that's just not right. And it's not right what they're doing to Kale. And if OU had any proud tradition, they would take a stand and say, we stand behind Kale. 
and just show that the players are unified standing behind Kale. Just like they walk arm in arm, they should do that with Kale and say, enough of this. We're keeping Kale, and he doesn't have to leave. And we don't care what anybody says because we're OU football, and we're family, and we love each other. And that's all I have to say. Jim, great, great call, man. Thank you for that. Passionate, emotional. You, you can hear it in Jim's voice. And I, I applaud Jim for having the courage to call in and share those thoughts. There's a lot of people that don't want to say that this morning or are scared to say something similar to that this morning. But I applaud Jim for being able to call in. And it, it's emotional. It's emotional for Oklahoma fans. The program has had its had its name drugged through the mud here a little bit. Several years back, obviously we know that SAE situation for the university, while that wasn't football team related, it was university related and it became a national storyline. To have outsiders want to jump in here and try and define who or what the University of Oklahoma is and try and define who or what Kale Gundy is and what his character looks like. It's hard for for fans to to see Oklahoma get dragged through the mud like this. And it's a serious situation. Obviously it is. That's why Oklahoma acted the way that it did. But I appreciate Jim for calling in being emotional, sharing those thoughts about Kale Gundy, how how he feels about Kale Gundy. And I think that would have been a strong move if Oklahoma had taken that route. Obviously, they have not. They have not taken that path. I do think that that option existed for the University of Oklahoma. To We saw it with Rodney Anderson, with Joe Mixon, and I know that neither of those two guys are on the roster anymore, but – what you hear, what you see out there is that the team took a majority majority vote, and the majority vote was they wanted Kale Gundy to stick around. Now, obviously, that's not how this thing wound up playing out. I do think, though, that was an option that was available to Oklahoma. To have the, the players, the coaches, the administration come out and say, you know what, we're unified in our belief that this is not – the type of character of Kale Gundy, but again, like I said not too long ago, you're just not going to see that for the most part anywhere. It's just the way the world has changed. And like it, love it, many of you hate it. It's just a different world these days. We'll keep rolling along, taking your thoughts, sharing your submissions on the Air Comfort Solutions text line as well. Kale Gundy is out. Uh, His resignation... Accepted by Oklahoma head football coach Brent Venables, longtime assistant coach for the Sooners, former co- quarterback for the Sooners. Big piece of the puzzle for OU for over a quarter century. Reacting to it all morning long. We got a long ways to go to hear from you to chat about how this affects Oklahoma in 2022. The breaking news of last night, Air Comfort Solutions text line 405-651-3439, Riverwind Casino jackpot line 405-329-9000. So we've had one really good call, and by the way, it's worth pointing out here. Welcome back, everyone. It's the Plank Show. Happy Monday to you. 
Plank Show right here on the Ref Sports Radio Network. I'm Josh Elmer. He's Connor Pasby. Chris Plank, if you're wondering, he is on vacation this week. Hour number one, as always, brought to us by Van Hoos Fence. That's vhfence.com. We have had one great phone call from Jim. We got one troll phone call from David. And you can imagine there were split emotions on the text line for these two respective calls. Tiger Rube, my exact feelings with Jim, Big Bad Wolf. I just want to hug Jim after those emotions. Well done. Bob from Cement, I stand by Jim's thoughts and Kale Gundy, thanks for everything, Kale. There's uh, others here on Jim and Arlington. That guy that just called, this is talking about David. That guy that just called in is an idiot. He's got to be a Texas fan or an Oklahoma State fan, but nonetheless, he is a jackass. Who was that idiot? It was David, David Troll. David, David Stroll. David Troll. David Troll. We call him David Troll. Yep. I believe he used to work here a while back. Or yeah, he that's intern, what. He interned. If if it's the same guy that uh, TJ thinks it was, then then yes. Let's keep the phone calls going. We've got uh, who do we have hanging on the phone lines? Ted's up first. Ted, true. Yep. Okay. Let's uh, see if we can get another good one in here. Ted, what's up? Good morning. Welcome to the program. Ted, good morning. Are you there? Hey, good morning to you guys. How are we today? We're doing good. Working our way through, obviously, the breaking news of last night with Kale Gundy resigning. Good morning. Yeah, it's a real bummer. Um, after decades of service to university that he had to go in a, I mean, say the one word that nobody can say. It's unforgivable. You can't say these things. They, there are things that we can't say in a polite society and certainly not in a teaching environment which you know college sports are um we're trying to prepare young men for a life in uh in service and in a life of football and these are things that you just can't say yeah correct and it's young people that you're working with and just from a football perspective the the idea of this getting out down the line or Let's say Oklahoma suspends Kale Gundy for a couple of games, but or, or this season, and then he's he's back next year. I mean, the whole way from a football standpoint, you're getting negative recruited. You're getting yep. You're getting painted with this brush that essentially because of the SAE incident, because of some other things that have happened on the Oklahoma campus here in Norman, that basically you condone racism and. In a football program where predominantly your roster is young black men, it just isn't really going to fly. No, and definitely not. Um, hopefully uh, we can start to look forward as uh, fast as possible. I know that uh, uh, Senior Castiglione up there and Norman uh, probably has his uh, list of candidates that he should be uh, whittling down uh, as fast as possible because we've got to get somebody in there to coach the receivers. Yeah, you know, we'll see about LaDamian Washington. Maybe they just roll with that for this year. It's so late in the game now. You're four weeks out from kicking this season off. So 
I don't know what you would do in terms of getting the wide receiver coach if you want to go a different direction now. I think there's a good chance it's going to be LaDamian Washington that is Oklahoma's receivers coach for this season. Ted, hey, thanks for the phone call. We got to run. Well, can I can I uh, name a, a possible uh, candidate? You may, but you got to go quick because we're right against the top of the hour. Sure. Yeah, I mean, I'd go with Baba Bowie. <laughs> Baba Bowie. All right, I love it. All right, that's it for hour number one. It is the Plank Show right here on the Ref Sports Radio Network. Josh and Connor taking a to. Back after this.